Good morning, everyone. We bless you in the name of the Lord. We are so happy for what the Lord is doing. And uh, today we want to uh, remember this country of ours. We're in great distress. As we look around today and see what's going on in our nation, if there ever was a time that we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit, this is that time. And I want to encourage you, let's be in prayer, amen, for the George Floyd family, amen, the things that's going on, that God would bless and intervene, because we need a miracle from the Lord Jesus Christ. And what we want to do is realize if you touch one family, then all families grieve because we are in this thing together. So let's be praying that God will deliver us and that we may be able to go forth and do that which is well-pleasing in the sight of the Lord. Well, today I want to talk to you about experiencing Pentecost. In the book of Acts chapter number 20, verse 16, for Paul had determined to sail about Ephesus that he might be there for the day of Pentecost. Our text tells about a very religious man that only had a tradition without the experience of Pentecost. And many today have that tradition without having the experience of Pentecost. Unlike the so-called Christians of today that wear their religion as a loose garment that can be put on and taken off whenever it's convenient. He had found something that was much greater than his Jewish religion. The term Pentecost means 50th. It denotes grace 50 days after they left Egypt. The day of Pentecost was after seven Sabbaths. 49 days was complete. Uh, Israel left Egypt the 15th of April. The 16th began the 50th day of Pentecost. Moses, on this particular day, gave Israel the Ten Commandments on Pentecost. And that was one of the greatest days in Israel's history. But that day would not compare with God, what God would give the church. In the book of Acts, chapter number two, verse number one through four, King James text, and it says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them clothed tongue, like as a fire, and it set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Hebrew, amen, for fill is plethro, amen, and that's talking about influence, supplies, and that's what the Holy Ghost is. Vine's word for it is accomplish, accomplishment, fill, amen, finish, and that's what the Holy Ghost do. Amen. This occasion in the Bible, uh, there is occasion in the Bible where uh, men were filled with the Holy Ghost before Pentecost. We see in the book of Exodus chapter 31, verse 3, uh, Bezaliah, God filled him with the spirit 
that he may have all wisdom in creating things, amen, that was necessary during the time of Moses. And in the book of Luke chapter number one, verse 41, the King James text says, and it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. So you can see they had it before that particular time. And in the book of Luke chapter number one, verse 67, it says, and his father, Zachariah, was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied. Brothers and sisters, I submit to you that on the day of Pentecost, not only were they filled with the Holy Ghost, but they were baptized in the Holy Ghost. The book of Acts chapter number one, verse five says, and John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. So we find, amen, God had promised this Holy Ghost, amen, that we could have. Now, before this time, they had the Holy Ghost in limitation. They would get the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost would move on them to perform something special, amen. And then it would just lift up, lift up off of them. But I thank God that we are living in a time now when the Holy Ghost don't lift up. Is there a day and night when you know what to do, when you don't know what to do, the Holy Ghost will even step in for you. The Bible even said we don't even know how to pray as we are, but the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, that Pentecostal power moves on the inside of us and he maketh intercession for us, amen, according to the Spirit of God. So we find out now we operate in the Spirit of the living God. And because we are operating in that spirit, we have everything we need to fulfill God's purpose. Uh, and we find out, amen, that in that in having that spirit that is not limited, uh, see, the devil can't bring anything on you because the Bible said any weapon he formed will not prosper. Yeah. Nothing can prosper against the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And he is able to work in us and we are able to do those things, amen, and fulfill his purpose in our lives. A feeling always come, amen, with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And we want that feeling for our hearts and our minds. Jesus Christ went to the cross not only to give you just a touch, a shout and a stutter, he came to fill you with the Holy Ghost. I was thinking this morning as I awakened, the Bible says there in the book, amen, of Matthew 6.33, he says that we are to seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these things will be added unto us. He says, seek the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all these things will be added to us. And then we find out what is this kingdom? I looked in the book of Romans chapter number 14, verse number 17. He says, gives us that the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. I'm afraid that so many of us, we have gotten the addition, but we have walked away from the Holy Ghost. We got the tongue. We have even imitated the dance. Mm -hmm. We got the thing, but we don't have the Holy Ghost. And we need an encounter with Jesus Christ so that we can be filled with the Holy Ghost. If any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And I encourage you, brothers and sisters, 
Let's not let Jesus come all the way here to make it possible for us to have the Holy Ghost and then walk away from him. Amen. So what we want to do is lean in so he can fill us so that we don't have the uh, have the addition and not have the Holy Ghost. You know, if you got everything that you wanted at this very moment, there is something on the inside of you that will still not be content. We are designed to want God. And if you had the house, the car, the wife, the husband, the kids, and everything else, there would still be a longing inside of you for God. But what we do so many times is substitute something else. But there is something in you that's crying out for God, and we are filling it with some of everything else. And some of us who have had the Holy Ghost have walked away from and substituted I want to encourage you on this Pentecost Sunday to get back in there and get your refilling of the Holy Ghost. You see, everybody needs this Holy Ghost. Amen. You can't make it without it. Amen. And so we find, amen, that even uh, Jesus Christ himself, amen, although he came through the womb of Virgin Mary, Mary carried the Holy Ghost but her spirit was not filled with the Holy Ghost. Note Luke chapter one, verse 41. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutations of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Note Mary, the mother of Jesus, is carrying the Holy Ghost in her body, but her spirit is not filled with the Holy Ghost. The disciples had heard uh, amen. They had healed the sick and they had cast out devils, but they were not filled with the Holy Ghost. You said, how in the world can this happen? Well, it's been anything that has happened positive from heaven has been the work of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen. The Old Testament saying the Spirit of God moved on them. What do you think that Spirit was? It was nothing but the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost can move on you to do great works. And you still not be filled with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, if you notice in the book of Luke, chapter number 24, verse 45 through 49, it said, Then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoove Christ to suffer and to be raised from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endowed with the power from on high. Note the list of those that was in the upper room. I'd like to have some Bible behind what I'm saying to you about Mary. In Acts chapter number one, verse 13 through 14, it said, and when they were come in, they went up unto the upper room and notice the name. And there aboard both Peter, the water walker, James and John and Andrews, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthews, James, the son of Athias and Simon, Zitlock and Judas, the brother of James. There also continue, they also continue with one accord in prayer 
and supplication with the women. And note what the Bible says. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, was with the brethren. She carried the, the they, they, she carried Jesus in a womb, but now she's about to get him in her spirit. So we see that Mary, the mother of Jesus, was there to be baptized in the Holy Ghost. This thing is precious, y'all. This thing is precious. Amen. There's nothing like the Holy Ghost abiding on the inside of you. He promised them in John 14, 16 through 18, he said, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comfortable comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not, neither know him, but ye shall know him for he shall dwell with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. There are many today that have the Holy Ghost with them, but they are not filled mm. with the Holy Ghost. Well, why let Jesus come so far and do you not be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost? You're not complete without the power of the Holy Ghost. Colossians 2 and 10 says, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities and power. Today, we celebrate Pentecost. Some 2,000 years ago, this noise was heard vibrating uh, through the streets of Jerusalem as the Holy Ghost set upon the disciples as they waited in the upper room. But since that time, we have been overexposed mm. to a negative world. Mm. And these exposures have had an effect upon us. We have broke out with doubts and fear. We are running a fever of failure on, and Bishop. frustration. We need that refilling. We must come to the conclusion that we are not on parole. Mm. This thing is permanent. That is, we don't have time waiting over our head. You are, you don't have time hanging over your head. When God sets you free, he sets you free indeed. You are not under house arrest. Come on. We have been set free in Jesus Christ. Note what the word of God says in the book of Ephesians chapter number three, uh, verse 16 through 20, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by the spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with the saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ that passes knowledge that ye may be filled with all the fullness of God. And now to him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. Stop walking around like you're walking on eggshells. You are standing on a solid rock. On Christ, the yes. solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. 
all of the ground is sinking sand. God needs somebody to stand up for him in a day, in a time like this. We're not, we're not in heaven yet. But Bible says that if you're going to live God, you will suffer persecution. But it's worth these, but I'll be in you a well of water springing up to everlasting life. Christ can and will keep you from falling. He'll keep you from falling. Don't worry about it. I know the plague is out here in, in this world today. I mean, they're not, they're not calling it a plague, but that's what it is. A plague is on the way. But look what Jude said in Jude 1, 24. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. We must settle in our hearts once and for all that no devil can make me backslide. Yes. If I backslide, it's because I want to. Look at what Paul said, Romans 8, 35 through 39. He started naming some stuff here. Look at what he says here. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword? As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that love us. You are more than a conqueror. For I am persuaded. Are you persuaded? Are you persuaded? Have you been through something that have persuaded you? That last trial you went through was to persuade you. Yes. God is trying to persuade his people. Yes. Amen. The Hebrew boys was persuaded. Amen. Daniel was persuaded. I want to know, are you persuaded? He said, it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. Was it nay? And all these things. We are more than conquerors to him that love us. Then he says in verse 38, I am persuaded that neither death, nor light, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, or things present, or things to come. Nay, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, yeah. which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. John chapter number 10, verse 27 through 30 says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. You are in God's hand. My Father, which gives them to me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my father are one. So go ahead and tell your story because you do have a story. Yes. Tell them of the word of the woman, like in the words of the woman of Samaria. Come see a man that told me all things ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Tell your story. I was sinking deep in sin all from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the waters lifted me. Yes. Now safe am I. Love lifted me. 
Love lifted me when nothing else could have. Love lifted me. All my heart to him I give. Ever to him I cling. In his blessed presence live. Ever his praise to sing. Love so mighty and so true. Merit my soul's best song. Faithful loving service to, to him belong. It was love that lifted me. Can't you feel that love now? Love that lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Love lifted me. But go ahead on and tell your story. Yes. Tell your story. You have a story to tell. Don't you keep your mouth shut. Open your mouth and tell your story. I love to tell the story of unseen things above, of Jesus and his glory, of Jesus and his love. I love to tell the story because I know it's true. It satisfies my longing as nothing else can do. Tell your story. Living, he loved me. Dying, he saved me. Buried, he carried my sins far away. Rising, he justified. Freeing me forever. One day he's coming on that glorious day. Go ahead and tell your story. Amen. Amazing grace. Mm. Mm -hmm. How sweet the sound that saved the wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Twas grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fear relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. T'was grace that brought me safe this far, and grace shall lead me home. And when we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we'll have no less days to sing God praise than when we first begun. Tell your story. Tell your story. Tell your story. I knew it was the blood. Yeah. I knew it was the blood. I knew it was the blood that saved me. One day when I was lost, Jesus died on the cross, and I know it was the blood that saved me. Go ahead and tell your story until sinners are converted, until drug dealers stop dealing. Until pimps stop pimping, until loose that until the lost become found, until the hurt become healed, yeah. until the hopeless have hope. If you're listening today and have not experienced your Pentecost, today is your day. God has no respect of a person, and He loves you, and He wants to save you. Amen. Do you know how bad God wants you? When we were yet sinners, he didn't wait till you got saved. While we were yet sinners, Christ died. You are who he's pursuing. You are the ones that he wants. And today, if you would just repent of your sin and turn your heart over to Jesus Christ, he'll come in, gladly come in, and he'll fill you with the Holy Ghost. And you can celebrate Pentecost because Pentecost is being filled with the Holy Ghost. I not only celebrate the day 
I celebrate the experience that I have because Jesus Christ lives in my life. God bless you our prayer. Amen.